What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much more in the hundreds of episodes of The Past and the Curious. You know, quite often people will say to me, Mick, my kid loves your show. But you know what? I love your show too. And that's what it's all about. Bringing grown-ups and kids together to learn and laugh while they discover new stories about underwear saving people's lives, the origin of the swimsuit, or figures like inventor Garrett Morgan, astronomer Mariah Mitchell, or spy and baseball player Mo Berg. So if you want to get hip to the show, you can find The Past and the Curious in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me. What if kittens break the clock and Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where you are questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a question from a listener named Ellie. <laughs> my name is Ellie, and I like unicorns, and my what-if question is, what if all grass is bamboo? Bye! Ooh! Ow! Sounds like I'm gonna need some better shoes. Then we've got a writing question from a patron named Juliet. Juliet is eight years old, and she asks, What if coffee made you tired instead of awake? We grown-ups would be in big trouble. And finally, we have a question from Surya, age 10, in Ontario, Canada, and their younger sister, Lekka. Surya asks, What if a panda became as smart as Einstein? Well, this is a lot of question and a lot of story to get through. So let's find out. What if a panda became as smart as Einstein? What if coffee made you tired instead of awake? And what if all grass is bamboo? Hi, friends. Are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we, of course, want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. (laughs) 
The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Professor Zhao is a very powerful panda wizard and a former classmate of Abacus P. Grumbler. And our story starts in the dining hall of the observatorium, where Abacus P. Grumbler is welcoming his old friend. Ah, Professor Xiao, so wonderful to have you here. I've gathered some of What If World's most powerful wizards to learn from your genius mind, said Professor Abacus P. Grumbler. He was a powerful wizard in his own rights, but he made a lot of mistakes. And that was part of the reason why he'd invited his old friend here to teach. Oh, hello, Professor Xiao. I am honored to meet you said President Farrelly's. I end up undoing a lot of mistake magic in What If World, and I hear you are truly an expert. Well then, where's she been for the last 200 stories? Butted in Farrelly's partner, Sprite Alright. Sprite Alright, you're embarrassing me in front of the professor. It is quite alright, Abacus, said Professor Xiao. You might even say that it is Sprite Alright. Oh, that's a good one. I don't get it. Just like the effects of one reckless action may reverberate throughout a world, the effects of one reckless spell can reverberate through many worlds. So you've been off, saving the universe, nay the multiverse, from all the magical mistakes ever made? Mostly yours, which is why I'm interested in teaching this class. It should make less work for me in the long run. Ah, yes, the old proverb, teach a wizard to fish, and he'll stop summoning countless fish from another dimension, thereby upsetting the balance of the universe. Exactly. They would be dealing in more dangerous magics than usual. So it was only adult wizards and spellcasters who had been invited to this rare workshop. We only have three hours to learn tonight, so we should get straight to it, said Professor Xiao, pulling out a long slender wand carved from a shoot of aged bamboo and scrolled over with intricate characters. <coughs> Let us begin. Right after this special feast I've made to welcome you back to What If World. And with a flick of his wand, platters and piles of food appeared atop the long dining hall tables, enough to feed all these spellcasters ten times over. Oh, we should really get to the lesson. No, it's all right. I've slowed time, so you'll be able to enjoy your meal and still teach the full class. Mm, I don't like to eat too much before a magic class, but maybe a few bamboo stems and shoots will be all right. Bamboo, you say? Uh... I, hmm, I have bagels, broccoli, bananas, bullion cubes, uh, baked banana bread baguettes with butter. Um, no, thank you. Oh, you don't want any of the food I stayed up all night making? Abacus, you should have slept instead of making all this food. Oh, don't worry, I have a plan for that too. Just just eat everyone, please, a little bit. I know I'm starving. And despite her better judgment, 
Professor Xiao did nibble on all of this food, even though it was a bit strange to her panda belly. Now I am feeling a little tired. I think I ate too much. Don't worry, I have just the things. <laughs> a carafe of Kathunkel's acclaimed Coffset Day Kathoffee. Do you have any water? I have more coffee. Oh, this has been all the rage. Yeah, it's been sold out all week. That's because of me. I wanted to make sure we had enough for tonight. But there's only four of us. Plus these other wizards and witches who aren't saying anything. Well, actually... Actually, you're just here for the free kathofi? I know. You see, Professor Xiao, everyone wants it. You should try some. I worked really hard to get it here for tonight. I am awfully parched. Perhaps just a sip won't hurt. Professor Xiao took a big gulp of Kathunkel's acclaimed Coffset Day Kathafi and... <laughs> What's the matter with her? Huh? Oh, hi. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you over the sound of my drooping eyelids. I was assured this coffee would... <laughs> Uh-oh. All the other spellcasters in the whole dining hall are asleep. See, I told you they were just here for the coffee. Abacus, did you know this coffee would make us sleepy? Of course I did. I slowed down time so we'd all be able to take a nice, luxurious nap. And then learn together. But all this while, Professor Xiao had been tossing and turning, making pained facial expressions behind closed eyes as her head rested atop the dining hall table. Oh, I think she's having a really uh, bad dream. Maybe I should also fall asleep and uh, save her. <laughs> Bright lightning flashed. And a loud crack of thunder woke Sprite O'Right, Feralise, and Abacus P. Grumbler before they could fully fall asleep. Such unusual weather we're having. The lightning outside seemed to move more slowly than usual, and the thunder rolled longer and deeper. Abacus, you're toying with time. Watching a storm in slow motion would usually be quite beautiful, but as Feralise looked outside, rain fell atop the grass, turning each stalk into a tiny shoot of bamboo. But all those tiny shoots started to grow rapidly. Ah, you've created some kind of time warp, making some things go slow and some things go fast. That does sound like something I'd do. Before they knew it, the outside of the observatorium was completely walled in by an impenetrably thick field of bamboo. This is not all right, said Sprite all right. Stems and leaves from the bamboo were scraping up against the glass of the observatorium as the slow rainfall continued. Abacus, remember when Professor Xiao was mentioning bamboo? Of course I remember. I don't forget things people just said. Although come to think of it, she did specifically request a bamboo dinner after the workshop. Even in her sleep, she must be trying to undo the magic by getting healthy food and drink for herself. (laughs) Show off. This is no time to be competitive, Abacus. I can already feel the adrenaline boost from the thunder wearing off. And we can't fall asleep. We need something other than coffee. But what could possibly be good for our bodies? Water. 
We need rainwater. But that's all the way outside. The tired wizard and the two sleepy fairies slowly crawled towards the window, trying to get it to open just a crack. Maybe if I use my wand as a mm, pillow. Sprite, you've got it. Fairylise and Abacus were asleep, but the thunderstorm still raged outside, and the bamboo still grew. If Sprite O'Reilly didn't act soon, all of What If World could be overgrown with bamboo by the time they finished their nap. All right, all right. And as the Sprite's eyes closed, <laughs> she teleported herself into the midst of the storm. Cold rain soaked her, and claps of thunder shook her, and she was finally able to shake off the effects of Kafunkel's acclaimed Coffset Day Kathafi. She used her wand to cut away some of the thinner bits of bamboo and let each shoot fill with a little sip's worth of water before teleporting back to the sleeping panda, Professor Xiao. I hope this works. She started pouring the bamboo out of the shoots into the panda's mouth. <laughs> and as soon as the sleepy panda's mouth began to open just a little, Sprite right shoved some bamboo leaves in there. Okay, let's chew them up good. Worked the panda's mouth up and down. Uh, good thing no kids were invited to this class, because it is definitely not safe to feed a panda by hand, said Sprite right, continuing to feed the panda by hand. So don't tell Pixicato about this, Mr. Eric. I won't, but you know that this is a show that a few kids l- do happen to listen okay, to. Okay, kids, don't shove your hand into a panda's mouth like I'm repeatedly doing. And especially don't tell my daughter that I did it. Finally, Professor Xiao started to chew the bamboo all on her own. Sprite Alright quickly pulled her hands away and... <laughs> <laughs> The panda swallowed down a mouthful as her eyes shot open. Mm. Professor Xiao quickly looked around, assessing the room. How bad is it? She asked right all right. Well, we're about one nap away from the end of the world. Maybe a nap and a half. So basically a Wednesday. And Professor Xiao pulled out her wand and moved it so quickly through the air that she seemed to be writing something. Pouring from the sky, drop on drop on drop. Make it all be dry, I order rain to stop. And just like that, the rainfall stopped and the thunder silenced. Though they were still pretty well encased in bamboo. Shall I wake everybody else up and they can help with the final spell? I guess they might as well learn something. (laughs) And Sprite Alright teleported back and forth, bringing in puddles of rainwater and splashing them down on the sleeping spellcasters. Ham sandwich! How dare you splash my fedora? <laughs> and all we other spellcasters are awake now. Professor Xiao, let us help you undo my magic. The panda appeared to be writing in the air again, but this time shoots and leaves of bamboo trailed behind her wand, spelling out characters that all the magicians found they could read. Professor Xiao let the three wizards handle this incantation on their own. Growing up high, so, so none can pass. pass. Bamboo, Bamboo, you must, must fly. fly. And, and return, return the grass. grass. And all the many thick shoots of bamboo suddenly shot up into the sky, leaving fresh green grass behind. Oh, that took a lot out of me. Perhaps that is enough for one day. 
Abacus led his old friend to her room, while Verilis and Sprite Wright stayed behind to make sure everyone else got home safely. Abacus felt embarrassed and had a lot to say, but he could tell his friend was too tired to talk, and so he waited for morning. <sighs> Professor Xiao stretched out in her wide, warm, comfortable guest bed as thin rays of sunlight warmed her panda fur. Hello, Professor Xiao. My wake-up alarm spell told me that you were awake. I have some things I want to say to you. When Xiao answered the door, Abacus was holding a wide, heavy silver platter with two hands, although its contents were hidden by a gleaming silvery top. I am so sorry about yesterday. Oh, I am sorry. I should not have eaten those other foods, but I just wanted to fit in. Oh, I shouldn't have offered you those other foods. I know you like bamboo and water. I, I just was trying to show you some of the things I really like, and I was being a terrible host. And I was not standing up for myself, even as an old panda. That is a lesson I need to be reminded of. Well, not to worry. <clears throat> said Abacus, putting the platter down with a clamor. For today I brought you breakfast in bed, but I'm already up. Well, then you can take it back to bed if you want, or just eat it at the table. How about I eat it with an old friend? Oh, <laughs> sounds lovely, said Abacus, revealing a tray full of bamboo, stem shoots and leaves, poached, fried, boiled, steamed, or in a salad, with carafes of hot, cold, and room-temperature water standing beside it. I'll just try one of these steamed bamboo shoots. Um, <coughs> oh, um, oh, delicious. You don't have to eat the bamboo. Oh, it's not hurting my teeth at all. Please stop, Abacus. Oh, thank goodness. But you should really try it poached. Oh, ooh, wonderful. Okay, no, no, I'm done. <laughs> Got you. The end. Well, Juliet, Surya, and Ellie, thank you for your questions, and I hope you all enjoyed your story. Folks at home, check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld for ad-free episodes, a better chance of getting your question answered, a shout-out on the show, and more. Or just tell a friend about the show, and maybe leave us a nice rating and review somewhere. It is I, Kathunkel, here to shout out Dylan Anderson, age 10, he and his little brother, Noah. Age 8. Both love our show. But Noah's favorite character is me, JF Cat. Thanks, Noah. And finally, there's Silas Billings from Seattle, Washington. He loves me, Fred the Dog, and also JF Cat. And he also loves Minecraft and Roblox, and playing outside with his dog brother, Philly. I have a dog brother, too. Sometimes he really bugs me. I'm right here, JF Cat. Oh, no, I met a different dog brother. Mr. Eric, end the episode. And I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, my producer, Miss Lynn, and all you kids at home for respecting what others need to eat and drink, and being upfront about your needs as well. Until we meet again, keep wondering. <laughs>